Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You may have felt it. I, I, I know a lot of people are feeling it right now. And you get into April and it gets warmer and the wind starts to blow. The trees start to pop. And you've got a sense that, oh, boy, I'm going to be in trouble. Maybe it's the eyes. Maybe it's the nose. Maybe it's a cough. It could be any number of things. But those seasonal allergies are really coming through. And joining us right now is Dr. Thomas Kessler, physician and medical director, who is joining us. His uh, area of expertise is in the area of not only infection prevention, but also in terms of hospital epidemiology. Doc, it is great to have you back with us here on KDKA. How are you? Rick, always a pleasure to be back on. I'm doing well, thank you. So in the simplest terms, we think of allergies and people say, well, I've got a pollen allergy or I've got an, a mold allergy or I'm allergic to peanuts, right? Help us to understand in the, in the most basic terms, first of all, what is an allergic reaction? What is an allergy to something and what does it look like? Well, first of all, I'm sure you're very familiar with the phrase, April showers brings May flowers. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately with that, we also have pollen, grass, ragweed, all the stuff they usually see with seasonal allergies. Not to you know, bore your listeners with the minutia of uh, immunology, but basically seasonal allergies comes down to a very specialized immune cell called a mast cell. The mast cell becomes overly sensitized to specific allergens, including pollen. And then uh, later on, when you get exposure to that allergy again, it kind of what's called degranulates, which means it's a response. It releases that dreaded hormone histamine. And uh, histamine is ultimately what causes all that nasal mucosa, inflammation, edema, congestion, all these typical symptoms that you usually think of when you think of seasonal allergies. As an emergency physician, is an allergic attack or allergic reaction, is that typically something that requires emergent care, or can it, depending on the severity? Well, it certainly depends on what type of allergic reaction you're talking about. You know, if we're talking about seasonal allergies, the kind of hay fever that typically people talk about, that's, that's obviously not so much an emergency symptom, although it can lead to exacerbation of um, pre-existing asthma. Uh, and, and that could certainly be an emergency type of uh, situation. Additionally, people get what's called hypersensitivity reactions, which are similar to those mast cell deregulations. Uh, and those could be to, you know, think of, think of peanut butter, think of uh, penicillin, think of, you know, those type of things that cause what's called anaphylaxis. Where you're not able to breathe. There's so much swelling in your upper airways. That is obviously an emergent situation and requires uh, very expensive and quick, timely emergency care. Is there anything that can be done to lessen it? I mean, I, I know oftentimes we'll say, well, you know, something like maybe Benadryl will maybe make a difference for an allergy, but maybe not for everybody because it maybe makes you drowsy and, you, and you're going to be driving and that's not a good, I mean, what can or should be done to deal with the, the, the discomfort? Well, there are a couple different approaches that are taken. You mentioned probably the most uh, frequently used one, and that is the, uh, the course of antihistamines. Antihistamines come in a couple different generations, and basically their, their modality is to block 
that histamine receptor in the mucosa that causes that cascade of inflammation. So that first generation, you mentioned Benadryl, diphenhydramine. It's, it's old, but it's a tried-and-true medication, but it's not very selective to those particular receptors. So you can get crossing into the blood-brain barrier. That can cause sedation. That can cause dry mouth as well. I don't know about you, but if I take a Benadryl, I'm out for like 12 hours. Well, that's why I said if you're going to be driving, it's not a good one. But at the same time, it does give some level of relief. So maybe for sleeping, it's different than if you're taking it first thing in the morning, right? Fortunately, however, there are second generation antihistamines. So you think of the Claritins of the world. You think of Zyrtec, Allegra. These are much newer, more selective. They don't cross the blood-brain barrier much more appropriate for daytime symptoms of uh, seasonal allergies. And then in addition to that, you also have the nasal steroids of the world, Flonase, Nasacort. They kind of uh, target all of those cascade reactions, um, and it's it's also a very good choice to use. Now, is that something that people... I don't want to say self-medicate because that's the wrong term, but is that something that they can simply go and, and pick something up and use it as, a, as an over-the-counter, or is that something that needs to have some level of medical supervision? Well, it is. The, all those medications I just mentioned are over-the-counter medications. So it's something that you could certainly, if you feel like you're having seasonal allergy-type symptoms or have a history of seasonal allergies, you can always you know, have a trial of that. Now, obviously, your primary care doctor should always be in touch with what you're consuming, what you're putting in your body. Uh, but then it may be of some benefit to get allergy testing in the soon future to see if that really is the cause of your problems. Uh, you know, something that, that, that I always like to bring up as well is that these seasonal allergies can be acquired. You know, I, I, I always remember back to when I, I was a um, pre-med student at Pitt, go Panthers, hmm. uh, and then moved down to Tennessee Valley for medical school, the, uh, you know, the capital of the world for allergy symptoms at that time. All of a sudden, you know, I, I had seasonal allergy symptoms. So even people who are advanced in years like you and I, Rick, can get uh, seasonal allergies from an acquired status. Uh, so something to keep in, keep in mind when you're thinking about pharmacological treatments. One of the other things is that I have a cousin who moved, he grew up in Michigan, and when he moved to Arizona, he swore at that point he wasn't ever going back because he had been so miserable in the springtime and the fall in Michigan, and the dryness of Arizona made a huge difference that he didn't have to deal with those allergies and hasn't for the, and hasn't moved back. He stayed. Um, so there is definitely something to be said climatologically in terms of how yeah. that impacts. Dr. Thomas Kessler joining us, an emergency care physician with MedExpress Urgent here in Pittsburgh. Um, obviously born and raised here in the western Pennsylvania area and, and continuing to practice medicine here as well. You know, what do we do right now as far as, I mean, if, if you're working outside and you're cutting grass or you're working in the yard and those are things, is it something that you can do before you start to work? Meaning, can a, can a, something like a Flomax, not a Flomax, can something like the, um, you know, the nasal spray that you were talking about or taking Claritin, can you get that on board? Should you, before you start to work in that environment absolutely you know if it's something that you you know that you have a history of this you know that uh, cutting the grass is going to cause those symptoms to exacerbate for you particularly if you have underlying asthma or other uh, um, you know morbid conditions uh, it's something that you can preventatively take an antihistamine uh, to try to prevent those symptoms from 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 coming on that's actually that would be a recommended thing i would think so as we go into the summer, how long do you anticipate these uh, these discomforts are going to last? I mean, is this something that's a three or four week thing, or is it going to be a little longer than that? Any any way of knowing? Well, usually, you know, you're, you're talking the months of, of uh, late March 
April, maybe the beginning of May. Um, but but the thing is, this year has been such a, a different year as far as the, um, the the weather patterns. As you know, you know we're down 19 inches of snow below normal this mm. year, which is very atypical uh, for Pittsburgh. And in the past, that pattern has led to an early rise in, in, in pollen, especially. And so I expect there to be an early uh, rise or peak in seasonal allergies this year. And, and, and hopefully that, that gradually decreases as we get into May. Uh, but it could plateau for some time. So it's something that people need to be aware of and something that they need to be uh, able to, to, to treat. See, here I was hoping that since we had three days of 70 degrees or more in February that we'd be done by, like, the 1st of March. But I don't think we're that lucky, are we? I don't think so, no. Yeah. Not in Pittsburgh, anyway. Yeah. Well, Dr. Kessler, thanks so much for coming on. It's always great to have your expertise in these sorts of areas, and we appreciate you uh, being part of the program here on KDKA. Always right. Take care. Yep. And if you need to know more about what's going on, Dr. Thomas Kessler, an emergency uh, physician with MedExpress Urgent in Pittsburgh. They've got locations all around the city to take care of these sorts of issues for you and your family. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 